What's up, everybody? It's Jaren from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show, the Windy City Benders Podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on this show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. for He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would have had the Blues in our division this year because our trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Please welcome to the show, goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfort. Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letter Kenny. The, the show started out with uh, basically a, a beer league hockey team. And anybody who loves the game. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps, the Hockey Podcast Network website, and on social media at... Basketball has officially entered the second half of the season. This is time for teams to prove if they are contenders or pretenders. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Get in action now to claim your free shot and millions of dollars in total prizes using the code THPN during a sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stand under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings daily fantasy lineup. And you know, look at the teams right now who's... Who's still, who can still make the playoffs? Who's on the bubble? I know the Toronto Raptors are on the bubble. There are a lot of teams still on the bubble. Raptors in the East, like I said, New Orleans in the West. There are a lot of teams that still could make it. There's a lot of action still to go in the second half of the season. It's super interesting to see what could happen with DraftKings. Payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the, the DraftKings app now. Use the code THPN during sign up this week. DraftKings is putting you in action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN. And you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Elig- eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. There's that great intro music. Hello, LA Kings fans and hockey fans, and welcome to episode 32 of season two of the Kings. And as always, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Here we talk everything and anything LA Kings. Of course, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us here for again episode 32 of season two of the Kings. And, and shout out DraftKings again. Promo code THPN. Go hit them up when you sign up at DraftKings.com. Episode 32 of Season 2, we're back talking about the LA Kings. One game to talk about here in this episode, and we're going to talk about the one game in San Jose, the first game of two in San Jose, and we're going to talk about the Ontario Reign a little bit, and their spectacular Sunday night comeback, but we're going to start with the Kings game against San Jose. One of the tougher losses of the season. You know, 
I I said a couple episodes ago. I said a few episodes ago. The majority of the second half, you're playing teams lower than you. You have to take advantage. You have to take advantage. A split against Vegas, I'll take that. I'll take that all day. Vegas is one of the best teams in the league. You start off the second half splitting against Vegas, I love that. Don't mind that one bit. you got to beat the teams that are below you. And this was just... Kings put it all out there. They put out a great effort. They had There were some struggles in this game. There were parts of the game that struggled in this game. And that's going to happen some nights. But this is a game where you need to at least get a point. you got to beat the teams lower than you. But if you're not going to, you have to at least get a point. And the Kings didn't on Monday night as they lost to the San Jose Sharks by the score of 2-1. to one. And again, tough loss. And it, this is a game where you get a bounce that goes your way and you win sort of thing. Like, like let's just get right into it here. Like, you go to the first period. First period, right? It's 0-0. Game's going well. And then, just 8 minutes and 22 seconds in, Logan, Logan Couture scores his 14th of the year. He had it along the boards on the on the left wing. Like the puck came down. He just put it on net. And it goes off Jonathan Quick, off Curtis McDermott, and in. And this is, it was a tough play for Quick. Because Evander Kane's right at the front of the net as well. And McDermott's right there. So I'm not blaming Jonathan Quick on this at all. But it's just an unfortunate bounce that it goes off Quick, off his defenseman McDermott, and in. And I know Kings fans are going like, oh my god. Give me a bag of pucks for McDermott. And honestly, that's about the best you're going to get for him right now. They're like, just, I know, I know there's injuries. I know Olimata's hurt, but man, play the kids. We've talked about a lot. Play the kids. We'll get more into McDermott in a little bit. It's just, yeah, not much you can say anymore. But Couture makes it one nothing for the Sharks in the first period. They would lead. The Sharks would lead one nothing after the first. Uh, the Kings outshot the Sharks fourteen to eleven in the first period. So it was a frantic first period. Lots of shots on net, but Kings were down one nothing despite outshooting the Sharks in the first period. Then you go to the second period. The Kings dominate the period again. They outshoot San Jose thirteen to eight. But it's one of those nights. Just not everything goes in. Just but. And the second period, they finally did one. And this has been a big thing for the LA Kings. Finally getting scoring from some defensemen that aren't named Drew Doughty. Last game, the game, the second game against Vegas, we talked about it. It was Sean Walker scoring. And by far his best game of the year on Sunday afternoon. On, mon- on Monday night in the second period, Matt Roy gets his first of the year. Just coming off the extension like we talked about. Gets his first of the year on a beautiful play late in the second period. Uh, Velarde has to come into the draw, wins it. He played way better, by the way. We'll get to him in a second. He wins the draw, goes to Wagner, and Wagner just puts on a tee for Matt Roy, who blasts it past Marty Jones. No one is stopping that one, and I mean no one is stopping that one. That tied it at once, was 1-1 going into the second period. There was a few things in this game that kind of went the King's way and went, didn't go the King's way, but there and there were parts of the game where they had to play better and didn't play as well as I should as well but you go to the third period early in the third period 
Again, it's just another unfortunate bounce as Ryan Donato goes around the net, almost kind of wraparound style, just puts it out in front, and it's hard to tell if it goes off, if it's off quick, if it's off McDermott, if it's off Walker, it's hard to tell, but it goes off one of them and then pass quick. Like, again, just another tough bounce. Just another tough bounce. If that doesn't happen, or if it, so, like, there are times people will try that and it'll just go through everyone's leg and, and through the crease. But it goes off a body and in two to one for the Sharks at the time. The Kings, they threw the kitchen sink at Marty Jones. And this is part of being unfortunate as well. They threw the kitchen, kitchen sink at Marty Jones. They 15 shots in the third period. The Sharks had four shots in the third period. And just unfortunate that one of them went in off a stupid bounce off a Kings defenseman and in. It's just, just one of the nights that just frustrates you so much as a hockey fan. Because your team should win and they just don't. Just a couple lucky bounces didn't go their way. LA outshot San Jose 42-23 to in this game. The LA had a bunch of grade A chances. Marty Jones played well in this game. It, like, it was just tough bounces. Like, Jonathan Quick was solid. It was two tough bounces that got past him. Having said that, Cal Peterson should be starting every game unless it is a back-to-back situation in, in my mind. By the way, Jonathan Quick getting traded? We'll get to that in a second. But, like, LA did everything they could, and sometimes you do that, and you just don't get the bounces that you need. And that's what happened. Kopar hit the post with three minutes left. The Kings hit the post two or three times in this game. San Jose hit one as well, though. But I remember I think it was Dustin Brown hit the post early on. But Kopar had a great chance late, hit the post. Like, there was a few chances. Like, they just couldn't find a way. They just couldn't go one past Marty Jones. And that's unfortunate because you need to get your points. You need to get at least one. You need to get at least a point against these teams that are below you. You You should be getting both points. You're better than these teams. You're absolutely better than these teams. You, sh- but it's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Your LA Kings lose two to one to the San Jose Sharks on on Monday night. Sorry, my days are all messed up. Uh, a few negatives that head coach Tom McClellan pointed out in this game that are what hurt the Kings in this game. Faceoff dot. San Jose won fifty seven point one percent of the draws. Kings got outworked in the faceoff circle. Have to be better. Also, this has been reliable this season, and it has struggled lately. The power play. Power play 0 for 5 in this game. 0 for 5 in this game. Four chances in the first period. You have to take advantage of that. You, sorry. Three chances. Three chances in the first period. You have to take advantage. You have to. You have to take advantage. And it was just one of those nights where it didn't happen for the Kings. And it's unfortunate. It is. But sometimes that's hockey, man. Sometimes that's hockey. Sometimes that happens. Let's just look at it quickly because the Kings are down are now back down to eleventh in the power play on the league in the league at twenty four point eight percent. By the way, I'm I'm looking at the power play percentage right now. How the hell do the Buffalo Sabres have a 25% power play efficiency and they've lost fucking a million in a row? How? 
That's a staggering stat, if I've ever seen one. Also in the game, though, LA Kings, perfect 2 for 2 on the power play. San Jose goes over 2. Or, sorry, perfect 2 for 2 on the penalty kill. San Jose goes over 2 on the power play. Kings, fourth in the league at over 85% on the penalty kill. As we know, they are an excellent penalty killing team. And then those were the two things that head coach Tom McClellan pointed out after the game. But the other thing I got to point out that I didn't really like in this game is you got out hit 25 to 8. That's not good enough. And the Kings are below the bottom of the league in hits. I know that. But you can't be getting out hit 25 to 8. I don't care who you are. You cannot be getting out hit 25. Can't be getting out hit 25 to 8. So yeah, your LA Kings lose 2-1 to the San Jose Sharks. Like I said, Curtis McDermott, not a good game. Two uh, two goals that both San Jose goals go off him and pass quick. Well, he also had a fight in the first period against Curtis Gabriel. And let's just, like, I want to know. Tweet at us at the Kings and THPN. Like we always say, tweet at us. What did you think of Curtis Gabriel's antics before the game? Because he went after McDermott during warm-ups. And then, I'm hard on McDermott because... Like, he's not very good. But then he he worked Curtis Gabriel in that fight. Like, who does Curtis Gabriel think he is? Right? Like, just staggers me. Like, that, I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like, figure it out. But I guess that's the player that he is, right? That is the player that he is. So... The other thing in this game, before I get to head coach Thomas quotes... I think Gabe Velarde finally got the message. He had an assist on uh, on the Matt Roy goal. He was up to just under 13 minutes of ice time. Yeah, just under 13 minutes of ice time. He, he's he been playing center, right? But he's been playing wing uh, back down on the fourth line because Lazard's been the centerman. But when he's had to take draws, he's been great. He was 83.3% in the faceoff draw, in the faceoff circle on Monday night on the draws. He had the assist, obviously, like I said. He had two shots on net. He was a plus one. He's got the message. He's played better. So we'll see when he gets called up. Or got called up. He's on the big team. Promoted. We'll see when he gets back. Promoted up with the likes of Carter and Athanasiu. And also, I think we should stop kidding ourselves that Adrian Kempe is a top six forward. Because he's not. I'm going to say that quickly. Adrian Kempe is not a top six forward. But... That's other stuff that has to be figured out with this team. Okay, let's quickly get to head coach Tom McClellan talking about this game. And he just talked about, first off, on January, January generating more quality looks than the, uh, when the power play isn't sharp. And he said, I thought we did that tonight. To tell you the truth, it just didn't go in. It wasn't in waves, but every now and then we'd get a good grade A opportunity and we just didn't find the back of the net. We hit the post, we had an open look. We had, we had an open net at the end, even with 0.2 seconds left. We're staring at the goaltender, and we couldn't get the puck up. I thought, as a whole, if there's two areas where he fell short, it was obviously the power play, yet we had some looks there. We just didn't have a lot of, lot of polish on it and face-offs. We can whine about that a little bit, but yet a, fa- but yet a face-off got us our lone goal. I thought I thought our group played pretty well. We didn't give up much. Both goals go go in off of one of our players sometimes it's not your night yet you put a pretty good effort we've got we've got to get some rest i thought we looked a little tired as the game went on and ready to play in a couple days and that's true as well because like i said i meant to get to this as well 
This was the second half of back-to-back. In a game where the night before you got the win, but Olimata got hurt early on and Doughty played over 30 minutes. I believe Matt Roy was over 25 minutes. Like, guys were a little tired. And they're allowed to be a little tired. I'm sorry. They're allowed to be a little tired in that. And the Kings still put out a great effort. And it's unfortunate that they just couldn't get the win. And then just talking about getting scoring from other defensemen besides Drew Doughty in back-to-back games. He said, yeah, at the right times and the slot selection with people in front of the net. Yeah, sometimes the D don't score. It's not because they're not shooting. But we're not in the eyes. They're not making it hard on the goaltender from distance. I know there's been some talk about the lack of offensive production from our D-man, but they do create opportunities by getting the pucks there, and they're not always the ones scoring, but they do create. So it's true. The defensemen do create chances. It's just the one that's just been Doughty's getting all the points, it seems like. And then uh, just have Krishnan McClellan on the message to your team when you're close but not capitalizing, which seemed to be the story of the night for the Kings in this game. He said, just hang in there. There's not much that we can say there. The players are bright enough to know that what they're doing is is creating shooting chances and scoring chances. So there will be a night where it just goes in for us, and all of a sudden there's four or five on the scoreboard. There's other nights in a 56 or 82 game season where where you've done everything you can and it just doesn't go across the goal line. Sometimes the goalie makes a good save. Sometimes you're a little too anxious to get the shot off, or or you wait a little too long. Ice conditions, puck was bouncing around a lot at the end. There's there's no magic answer for that. It just didn't go in today. And that's true. That's just how the game went for the LA Kings. And then just on putting the one behind them, he said, we're behind this game already. We'll, we're, we're, we'll prepare for the next night. We'll look at things we did well, things we didn't do well. Adjustments we may need to make. Positionally, we were in the right spots a lot on a lot of those. Both of those goals against, it goes off someone's skate, off a leg, off a shin pad, and there's nothing really you can do about it. If we sit here and stare about it, it's not going to help us one bit. Again, it's just the way it goes. It was an odd night in our end. It was an odd night in their end. And it's true, like I said, the Kings threw the kitchen sink at the San Jose Sharks, at Marty Jones, and it was just what's in their night. It just didn't go in for them, and it was tough. It was tough. But I just want to talk about the penalty... Quickly back on the penalty kill. A perfect two for two on the penalty kill in this game. The Kings haven't allowed a power play goal in eight straight games. Eight straight games. That's great. The penalty kill has been awesome. Like I said, they're fourth in the league at 85.4%. But the Kings got to flush it behind them as they play uh, San Jose again Wednesday night, which we will talk about on the next episode. I know the game will be played when you're listening to this. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about that on the next episode. And then... They have a few days off, you're like Kings. As I don't play again until the next Monday in Vegas. Start uh, Another start of a two-game series against Vegas. So again, that's the look ahead. Next episode, we'll be talking about the second game against the Sharks. And then on next Thursday's episode, we'll be talking about one game against Vegas. Maybe both games against Vegas as well. But now, quickly, we got to talk about the Ontario Reign. Because they had a legendary night on once on Sunday night, sorry. But before that, don't look now at the Ontario Reign. Because take a look at this. Don't sleep on them. Yes, they're struggling in the standings, but look at this. Look at the AHL scoring. The Ontario Reign have played 19 games. Look at Ontario scoring leaders. Second on the list, Arthur Kaliev. Seven goals, seven assists, 14 points in 19 games. Quinton Byfield, 
who's been on a tear lately. Five goals, eight assists, 13 points in 19 games. Samuel Fajimo. Seven goals, five assists, 12 points in 19 games. Akil Thomas, who we're about to talk a lot about. Six goals, five, uh, five assists, 11 points in 19 games. Kaliev second, Byfield's fourth, Fajimo's fifth, Akil Thomas seventh on the list in AHL scoring. They're playing well, man. They're not they're not quite winning games, but they got guys playing well, and it's fun to see, and it's exciting for this team. And also, it just furthers the point for the LA Kings. Hashtag play the kids. Bring the kids up. Let them play. They deserve it. They deserve it. Bring back Kel Plague up. Austin Strand's back with the team. He's not playing yet. He probably should be the way he played earlier this season. But... Let's get to Sunday night, a legendary night, as your Ontario Reign were down, what was it, 4-1, to 4-1 to with 4 minutes left. Akil Thomas, forward Akil Thomas, scores a hat trick in the final 4 minutes to tie the game, himself. A hat trick by himself in the final four, 4 minutes to tie the game at 4, legendary stuff. And then... He goes and scores the shootout winner. What a night for Akil Thomas. What a comeback win as well. He was part of history. And not just because of that. Not just because of his first career hat trick. Not because of span of... Sorry, under three minutes. Not because he had a hat trick in a span of two minutes and 43 seconds. But Akil Thomas was also part of the first all-black line in professional hockey in a long time. Because the Ontario line put a line together of Akil Thomas, Quinton Byfield, and Devontae Smith-Pelly. They recently signed Devontae Smith-Pelly. Awesome. Awesome for the team. Awesome for hockey to see that. A lo- like They just got brought in Devontae Smith-Pelly as a leadership role because the team need it, needed it. And it's it was so cool to see this. People... Around hockey, felt the impact about this. It felt they just saw this. This has happened in a long time. I think it was, I think it was the Black Aces line was in 1941. But then someone pointed out on Twitter, I forget who it was. I don't have it in front of me. That Akil Thomas's dad played on an All Black line sometime in the 90s. I want to say, but still very cool, legendary stuff as Akil Thomas, Quinton Byfield, and Devonte Smith Pelly. All played together on a line on Sunday night. And I think they'll stick together now. And they had a legendary night as well with Akil Thomas's hat trick as well. And just talking about it, Akil Thomas said it was really cool to be a part of that line. A lot of platforms were posted about it. It was out there. Just to be a part of history and a part of barrier, breaking barriers, stuff like that, it was really cool. I was honored to be a part of it because you saw how many people were posting about it and endorsed it. And it was, it's, again, very cool to see. Awesome to see. And the guys... Like Akil Thomas and Quentin Byfield and a lot of other guys, they love that they brought Smith Pelly in to be a leadership role in this team. Thomas and Smith Pelly are roomies on the road. They love that they brought him in for the leadership role as well. But again, just to be a part of history and breaking barriers in hockey is very cool to see that and very cool for that line to have success on Sunday night as well. And honestly, hopefully after that game, they got to stay together as a line, right? They just. Have to, but again, very cool stuff out of Ontario on 
Sunday night for the baby king is just very very cool to see historic and hopefully hopefully it leads the way to more you know we're gonna see a lot more of it i hope we do i really hope we do this has been episode 32 of season two of the king's end like i said thank you so much for joining us on episode 32 we really appreciate it again don't forget to like rate subscribe and review not only to the king's end but every other great podcast around the hockey podcast network because everyone is just killing it so go check out everyone's podcast and like rate subscribe and review their podcast as well don't forget we have a podcast for every single team around the national hockey league some teams have two like we have two la kings podcasts i think we have two red wings podcasts now we have two chicago blackhawks podcasts now so go check them all out and go check out all of our uh Original content shows, House of Hockey, first, uh, Breakdown, stuff like that. Go check them all out as well. Everyone's killing it. Go check them out. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media at the Kings Den THPN on Twitter and Instagram. Of course, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Of course, we're presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. So don't forget to follow us at HockeyPodNet on Twitter and Instagram as well, or on Facebook, just search the Hockey Podcast Network, on YouTube, just search Hockey Podcast Network, or on Patreon for just $1, you can find all of our exclusive bonus content, including After Hours and so much more, so definitely check that out as well. I hope all of you are doing well. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend. Go Kings, go. Enjoy the few days. Go get out in the sun while your kings are off on the weekend because again they don't play till monday so and go enjoy your weekend get out in the sun but also stay safe wear your mask and we'll talk to you on monday for episode 33 of season two of the king